Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That should wake you up on what is a very early Thursday morning. But if you wake up and say, ooh, it's Thursday morning, then you can get into the, ooh, it's almost Friday. Ooh, it's happy almost Friday. That's our thing here. Producer Jay and I, now we don't say it on Thursday morning. Uh, This still feels like my Wednesday night anyway. But we do say it when we wake up on Thursday afternoon. Almost Friday because then it feels so freaking close. Eek! It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Thank you for all of your sweet words about my soon to be 13 year old puppers. She is sweet. She is sleepy. She is fuzzy. She looks like autumn. And. She still makes me laugh every single day. So if you miss Penners, I mean, I have so many nicknames for her. Bubba is what I call her a lot of the time. Don't ask me why. Bubba, Penners, Pencil, Pennsylvania, Penelope Cruz. I know, just (laughs) Pippi Butt. I just, there's so many things that I call this dog. B, (laughs) which comes from Bubba, which is not her name. Jay, how many nicknames do you have for for Moose? I know I've given him one, Moose Chunk, but how many nicknames do you guys have for him? A ton. I feel like every dog, like you name it something, and then you just eventually start calling it so many different things. Like I call him Mugu Guy Pon. I call him. Wait, what? I don't even know what it is. I don't even know. Isn't that a Chinese food? I I think so. I think it is. Why would you call poor Moose? Because his name is Moose. So just Mugu Guy. I call him Moo, and then Mugu, and then Mugu Guy Pon got in there, and then (laughs) all these other things. That's fantastic. I really like that. So I did, well, Jay did. So I I thank Jay for this. Uh, We did post the photo of Penners on Facebook. uh, And and actually, (laughs) the great thing about this dog is that she is 
well, there's many great things about the dog. She is on so many medications right now uh, because she's old. <laughs> and so she's diabetic. I give her shots twice a day. If I thought she was running my life before, oh my gosh, now she's really running my life and my schedule. Uh, she's also got chronic bronchitis. Isn't that weird? You would think that was a human disease, but actually my dog has chronic bronchitis, but the coughing is mitigated by her being on steroids, which actually exacerbates the diabetes. So we go through a cycle. Then she's got arthritis medication that she goes on uh, when she's not on the steroids. She also has cough suppressant when she needs it. I mean, this dog is a disaster and cost me a lot of money. I thought younger dogs, I thought pets in general cost a lot of money. No, no, not till you have a senior animal do you understand how much extra time, attention, and money. But she's totally worth it every last day that I get with her. So thank you for your kind words. I still snap way too many pictures of my dog, and the cat gets jealous. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on Facebook here on CBS Sports Radio. Glad to have you with us. We promised you a double dose, if you will, a double dip. Who doesn't love a double dip of, oh, chocolate chip ice cream is my favorite. We promised you a double dip of QB news. It'll it'll have to do. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness. It's hot. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep go. for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Are you ready? You better buckle the heck up because there is a lot here. And the reason we do this under the umbrella of QB News is because it allows us to preview the upcoming week and because we're obsessed with our quarterbacks. But all the QBs are required to speak on Wednesdays. And so we get a lot of the audio from them. But also we're looking ahead to the upcoming week seven schedule now. And we will start. We do we do this by divisions because it helps us to keep them organized. Uh, we will start with Tua Tangovaloa, who makes his return coming up in week seven, Sunday night football. The Steelers, haven't heard yet about Kenny Pickett, but the Steelers at the Miami Dolphins. And so he'll be allowed to stay home, no traveling. Crazy because people are freaking out over what happened to him in that nationally televised game against the Bengals. And yet he doesn't have memories of the actual tackle. I wouldn't say it was scary for me at the time. Um, because there were there there was a point where um, I was I was unconscious, so I, I couldn't you know really tell what was going on. Um, so you know when when I did come to and kind of realize uh, what was going on, what was happening, you know I I, I never I didn't think of of anything um, you know long term or short term. I was just wondering what happened. I remember the entire night up to the point where uh, I got tackled, uh, but yeah, after after I got tackled, I, I don't remember uh, much from from there getting carted off. I don't remember that, um, but I do remember 
uh, you know, things uh, that were going on when I was in the ambulance and then when I arrived at the hospital. Gosh, I'm so glad that he's okay. He's been monitored. He's been put through protocols. He's been cleared probably more than once. Uh, And Tua is all right and will be starting this weekend in his own stadium against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Don't expect to get any type of definitive word when it comes to the Patriots quarterbacks because Bill Belichick as we should assume, always is playing it very close to the vest. I covered it. <laughs> and even though he's asked repeatedly for an update on the health of Mac Jones, he's giving you nothing. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. We're going to you know, get a jump on, uh, on the Bears on some uh, meetings and film work and things like that, and then we'll practice tomorrow. So um, we'll give you the injury report tomorrow, let you know how things are then. But uh, really, there's nothing to talk about today. Patriots are off until Monday night. They host the Bears at Foxborough. And for now, don't worry, be zappy. That's what I keep hearing about the rookie, Bailey Zappy. How many times people have asked me this week, Zappy or Mac Jones? My answer stays the same. Mac Jones, he's got two years of development on Bailey. Even though Bailey's a great story and he has adjusted to the offense so quickly. But how has he done that? Taking it day by day, every day. Oh, heavens. Um, getting better, getting more comfortable, understanding the plays, understanding the concepts. Um, really just taking it, as we keep saying, day by day, really, and just getting better every day with it. Can you hear the grin on his face? You can hear him smile because he knows he's regurgitating Belichick day, day by day. day. I'm regurgitating Belichick now. He's actually grinning. Can we just, for the fun of it, play the end of that, maybe the last, like, five seconds, where you can tell he's smiling as he spits out Belichickisms. As we keep saying, day by day, really, and just getting better every day with it. Do you hear him smiling? Oh, my gosh. He's a clone. As is Mac Jones. Remember when Mac was a rookie, right? We were uh, talking about how he already sounds like Belichick. These two guys, maybe Belichick drafted them specifically because he knew that he could turn them into his clones. What do I look like? The Sith Lords. There's always two of them. (laughs) It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. As I say, Patriots Monday night hosting the Chicago Bears. Staying in the AFC East, the Josh Allen Army, meaning Josh Allen and his army of Bills weapons on the offensive side of the ball, they right now are flying high. Of course, most wins in the AFC for Buffalo at five. Gabe Davis continues to be an integral part of that offense and, and another guy who Josh Allen can throw deep to. It's a lot of fun to see him. He was on Sirius XM NFL, and he was raving about his QB. All the confidence in the world. I mean, you see the plays that he makes on his feet and with the ball in his hands. Um, so we know when 17 has the ball, anything can happen. Short and sweet. All the confidence in the world. And I assume you're going to hear that from everybody inside the Bills locker room. Changing now to the AFC North. We did say the Steelers are taking on the Dolphins come Sunday night football. Well, Ben Roethlisberger, he can't throw the football anymore. Maybe in his backyard. So no he, chance. He talks about football now with his brand new podcast. He was weighing in on what he saw with Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky coming in for Pickett this past weekend, and them ultimately beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think Mitch is under any delusion that he's going to like win the job back hmm. because I just don't think that ha- I don't think it happens like that. I mean, obviously Kenny could play bad. I mean, if Kenny's clear to play this week, Kenny's starting. Sure, I don't know how it is anything else. 
Um, I mean, I guess Mike could do something else, but I, that's what I'm, I would sure. think would happen. Um, I don't think that that Mitch is out there thinking like, okay, I'm gonna this is gonna change anything, but I'm gonna go do what being a great backup is, and that's being ready to play mm-hmm. and help my team win when I come in. Um, you know, even if even if even if Kenny goes on like this this bad streak of playing really bad football for like four or five six weeks, I don't think they're ever gonna pull him out. Sure, I just don't think that that happens. And why would they? Even though there's no way Mike Tomlin or anybody in the Steelers front office would tell you they don't have designs on winning the division and making the playoffs. I mean, think about the AFC North right now. It's a crapshoot. We just spoke about it with Brian McFadden, former Steelers DB. The division's wide open. So you're not going to get them, quote unquote, tanking or throwing their rookie out there simply because they'd rather get him reps than win. No, you can do both. They believe that Kenny brings energy to the offense, but he's also learning on the job. So rookies give it and they take it the way. That's Ben Roethlisberger, who went to a Super Bowl in, was it his rookie year? No, won it in his second year as uh, an NFL quarterback on his footballing podcast. Elsewhere in the AFC North, as we say, all the teams bunched together. The Ravens cannot seem to protect a lead, and so Lamar admits it's not a happy place these days. My attitude, you know, we, we, we pissed off about losing. Um, every, everyone knows, you know, our fans pissed off, you know, all of us pissed off, but at the same time, you know, we, we gotta, can't dwell on it. You know, got to move on, get, get focused on the Browns, and the young guys, you know, they, they dialed in as well. You know, everybody focusing up. Uh, you just ready to go out there and put on the show, you know, because we so mad. Real talk. We're so mad. Real talk. Well, they should be pretty mad in Cleveland as well. And yes, it is the Browns in this AFC North battle with the Ravens coming up on Sunday. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, he's a leader of the offense, like it or not. He, he's the veteran that's running the show right now. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs sometimes uh, when defenses are committed to stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, uh, which we saw this past weekend against the Patriots. Well, then there's just no room and Jacoby's got to be able to lead them. But there are a lot of mistakes with the passing attack as well. Our focus is moving forward. Uh, you know, we, we've uh, addressed a lot of those issues internally. And, and um, so it's about moving forward. We got a big week ahead of us and, and our all of our focus needs to be on that. It wasn't so much the fact that they lost 38 to 15 uh, to the Patriots or it wasn't so much the fact that they lost uh, and that they didn't score a lot of points. It was giving up that many points to New England on their own field. That part blew me away because I expect the defense to toe the line for the Browns. We're in Cleveland. Nothing is easy here. Well, that is true. All right, one more QB in the AFC North. The offensive line for the Bengals is always the focus, but Joe Burrow has got their backs. The last two weeks have been pretty lights out from them as far as pass pro goes, and we run the ball well. Got that going a little bit, so those guys have a lot of confidence. They're playing really well. They're going to keep that going. It's the Bengals hosting the Atlanta Falcons, who looked really good last week, too. So excited to see if some of these teams that have started to show us their best qualities, best feet forward, if they can maintain that now coming up in week seven. I need to see more consistency on both sides of the ball. And by week seven, deep into the second month of the season, these teams should be settling in if they have any designs on being winners. So Bengals hosting the Falcons. That's one of the early games coming up in week seven. Now shifting our attention to the injured Russell Wilson. Remember, tweaked a hammy as if 
They needed anything else to go wrong. Uh, in the fourth quarter for the Broncos this past weekend, and he's got the injury update after Monday Night Football. Feeling better. Feeling better every day. Uh, you know, day by day. Obviously, it happened Monday night, but um, it's getting, it's, it, I, I heal quick. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood or what, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, getting better. I'm doing everything I can to get ready to roll, so that's always my mentality. It is the Broncos hosting the Jets this weekend. I wonder how the Broncos fans will be treating Denver. And now if you remember, on Monday Night Football, I had such high hopes of this game. The Broncos took a 10-0 lead, scored on their first two drives. Then we had the Chargers answered. They put up 10 points. And then nothing but field goals and empty possessions the rest of the way. Dustin Hopkins was the star of the show. And now he's out for two to four weeks. Uh, so taking one for the team there. But yeah, 19-16 was the final score of that game the week before in overtime. Actually, both these were in overtime. The Broncos only managed nine points against the Colts. So in back-to-back overtime games, Denver has scored a measly 25 points. I'm unlimited. No, that's so not even remotely true. So Russell is smiling still. At least we didn't hear the Broncos country let's ride. Uh, Believes that he should be ready to go. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs coming off that loss against the Buffalo Bills in the marquee game of week number six. And now you've got Kansas City uh, with the second best record in the AFC and taking on the San Francisco 49ers in the Bay Area. We have a heck of a challenge this week against the 49ers. Uh, one of not the best defense in the league. So as an offense, we have to know that we're going to have to take advantage of every day. Uh, we're going to have to practice great, uh, watch film great, uh, and so we can put ourselves in the best position to have some success on the field. Yeah, that best defense is going to be hungry this weekend because it gave up 21 points to the Falcons' offense, uh, a team that had been allowing a measly 12 points per game, definitely suffering from a bunch of injuries. Build the beast. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, the, the Raiders, they need a win, too. They've got the Houston Texans in town in Las Vegas. And Derek Carr, uh, he likes what they're doing on offense. To us, it like, doesn't matter. Like We're like, dang, bro, we could have done this. We were dang, we bro. were two for four in this. Or we you know, had this many third and longs. We needed third and short. You know, keep more drives going. Get to the red zone more, you know. Like in our man, we were only one time in the red zone. You know, we should be in there more, you know. Um, and so we're just always, I think if you always challenge yourself and push yourself that way as a team, it keeps your mindset on the things that are important. You know, you can never, you know, be like, oh, yeah, wait, we, we scored 30. Like, can't have that mindset because then you'll overlook things. And so uh, Josh won't let that happen, and I know our leaders won't either. Derek Carr referring to head coach Josh McDaniels. Now, if you look at the team stats compared to the rest of the league, they have 25 points per game, which is good for top six. And they only allow, excuse me, they allow, not only, they allow 26 points per game, which is bottom four in the NFL. So Crap. It's, similar, <laughs> it's a similar problem as the, the Lions have, right? Yeah, you're throwing the ball up and down the field. You're able to move it with Josh Jacobs, with Demonte Adams, with Derek Carr, who's nearly at 1,300 yards passing and has eight touchdowns. But the defense is not towing the line, and that has been a major issue for the Raiders for years. It's not on Derek Carr, though he takes a lot of the flack. So, yes, Raiders hosting the Texans this weekend. All right, little attention in the AFC South. Matt Ryan threw the ball 58 times last week. I get it. He's uh, He's got an arm, and he's 
the quarterback that the Colts believe can lead them kind of out of the, the hole where they started. But they need more balance. I know Jonathan Taylor's hurt. They need balance. He knows it as well. So 58 pass attempts versus just 15 carries for the running backs last weekend. Right. We're not going to throw 50 times every week. It's, it's just, it happens occasionally. Um, and when it does, you've got to make it work. Um, but, you know, more often than not, you're striving for um, some balance. Yes, some balance. Uh, and against the Tennessee Titans, if you're throwing the ball around, you're not running it at all, uh, you could have very quick possessions. And you don't want to do that to your defense against the Titans because they will play the ball control game, right? That's the Derrick Henry game. That's the Ryan Tannehill game where it's more about managing it. It's more about uh, being efficient and accurate with your passes as opposed to big, huge chunk plays down the field. So Tennessee will bludgeon you to death with the ball control game if you're going three and out because you're misfiring on your passes or if you're doing shorter possessions, your defense never gets a break and will be gassed by the end of the game. Though the Colts did get the win over the Jaguars last week, it was actually really impressive offensive display. Oddly enough, considering what else we saw in week number six, uh, they did get that win. Now, though, uh, the Jaguars... They are all, all uh, they are hosting the New York Giants, so they're at home hosting the Giants, who are a surprising five and one. And Trevor Lawrence likes the way they bounced back last week. Every week you gotta you gotta bounce back, no matter you know if you played well or you didn't play well. That's the one thing you gotta keep is your confidence in this league, and um, I think our whole offense has a lot of that right now. And we just gotta get back on track to, to doing what we do well, being efficient, um, and executing. He was actually 20 of 22 against the Colts. A very efficient and economical passing day. Only at 165 yards, but did have a touchdown. And more importantly for Trevor, no turnovers last week. As the Indianapolis Colts were able to get that win. And crazy enough, despite the way they started, they were one of the last teams in the AFC to get a win. Um, but they are now 3-2-1. and one. So they've got that tie. For, was it against Houston in the opener that they got the tie? Right? Right, Colts and Texans in week one. Right, yes. correct. So the Titans are at three and two. They've got the lead in the AFC South, but the Colts are just behind because they have that tie, though they have rebounded. All right, that's a look at the AFC with some NFC tendrils kind of mixed in there because of the matchups we have in week seven. We'll get to the rest of the QB. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. News, including your boy Aaron Rodgers, that's coming up in 20 minutes here on After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. (laughs) Having a bad week? Bad decisions. I immediately regret this decision. Bad calls. You called me, I was was illusional. Bad bounces. Oh no! Bad luck. It definitely could be worse. Laugh it off with us. (laughs) And the after hours sad sap of the week. The Washington Commanders have more happening off the field than on the field, which is always an unfortunate way to talk about an NFL team. So when you hear Ron Rivera get upset, get defensive, get frustrated, even just kind of lose his temper a little bit, it's not you, it's them. (laughs) But we've heard a lot of that the last couple of weeks. It's been hard. It really has. You lose four games in a row, and everybody wants to get you, you know, just get on you. And they've played their asses off. They have. They've played their asses off for everybody. They come out, and they show up. They work hard. All right? They don't complain. Okay? Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, bull****. I'm the f***ing guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Okay? And that's what pisses me off. I'm a big fan of Ron Rivera. He is going through it right now because the commanders yet again are going through it. Well, to add insult to injury, if you will, apparently a Washington commander season ticket holder recently won a charitable foundation 50-50 raffle. He tried to cash the team's check to find out that it bounced. No joke. The commanders wrote him a check and it bounced. Oh my gosh. So this story first became public on the Team 980. It was a, a morning show and the caller identified himself as Mike and told the story about his friend. We're just going to assume the friend is true because the commanders did respond. Um, but told the story about his friend who won this raffle, this 50-50 raffle, and then waited a month for his prize. Friend's name is Drew. Drew then gets on the radio himself and says, yeah, the check bounced. <laughs> he apparently tweeted at the team twice to find out what was going on when he, when he didn't hear back from them at all about winning the raffle. Then he received a FedEx envelope with a check for nearly $15,000 
on October 13th. He tried to deposit the check in his credit union, and Drew was told the check had bounced. And he, instead, was charged with a $15 bad check fee. OMG, are you kidding me? I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper. (laughs) So as the story comes out, it's getting picked up not just on radio, but on TV. WUSA Channel 9, which is a TV station in D.C., our CBS affiliate. They talked to him in more detail on Wednesday evening and and (laughs) then got a statement from the commanders. We reached out directly to the fan as soon as we learned about it and have wired the money directly to his account and apologized for the inconvenience. It was a bank error, and we are following up with the bank to learn why it happened and ensure it doesn't happen again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that has nothing to do with the fact that the commander's owner, Dan Snyder, uh, one of the things he's being investigated for is underreporting ticket sales so that he can reap extra tax benefits. Okay, so he's accused of some financial fraud as well. Um, and this is a guy who's already been fined $10 million, blah, blah, blah. But this is how bad it's gotten. You do not want to even win a prize, a raffle ticket from the commanders because you're not sure if it's real money. Can you imagine you go to deposit $15,000 and you leave with a $15 fee. That's bad. I mean, I would think if there's one, you know, organization or whatever, or if there, you know, a handful that would give me money, like that amount of money, I would trust that an NFL football team would be like, okay, you yeah, think? this is legitimate. I think they're going to give me this money. They're worth billions, even really bad ones. Even terrible franchises are worth billions. I mean, that's a horrible look. Here's <laughs> what I need. I need the voice God saying the Washington Commanders. Sad sap of the week. (laughs) Because that's what you are. And honestly, couldn't we come up with a story about the commanders every week being the sad sap of the week? Washington commanders. See? Voice God can do this. On command, really. (laughs) That's, I mean, I appreciate the fact that Drew... Uh, got his money and that it was a bank error. But do we even give the commanders the benefit of the doubt anymore? Do we? I don't think that many people do. Now you just assume that if it can go wrong, it will (laughs) for the commanders. Oh my gosh. By the way, your photos of adorable dogs sleeping in all manner of positions uh, makes me really happy. Just, it's good stuff. Thank you for sharing those photos with us. We'll probably retweet some from our show account after our CBS, but if you want to see my my sleeping beauty, Penny, uh, I couldn't resist. I was tiptoeing because I didn't want her to hear uh, me try to take her photo because when I do, then she changes. The dog knows when I'm trying to take her photo. She does, probably because she's been seeing it now for 10 and a half years. So I was tiptoeing in the hallway. There's a couple of creaky spots with my hardwood floors and I did not want her to hear me. Um, and so I was creeping and trying to take photos and ended up standing back in the hallway and, and zooming in uh, so that I could get her fuzziness. And she's so cute. She was sleeping away. And she was in that position, no joke, for a good three hours. Uh, just that's her favorite thing. Favorite activities, sleep. <laughs> favorite hobbies, sleep. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, seriously. That is one of your hobbies, is it not? It's up there. It's up there. It's up there on the list. That and carving pumpkins. Uh, so we promised to give you an update because Jay says he has already gone elbow deep in tools and kits and everything else. Straight up. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. the NFC edition of QB News. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. Hand off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Two of the most scrutinized offenses in the NFL right now are the ones being run or not being run by the future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and both answering after losses and and being frustrated with the way things are playing out. Uh, And we've seen them frustrated on the sidelines too. Brady more than Rodgers, but Rodgers is pretty open about the fact that he doesn't like the way things are going. Now, he has made some pointed comments about how they need to simplify the offense. But he spent the last couple of days clarifying what he meant by simplify the offense. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio and Aaron Rodgers under fire. There's been growing pains. There's been uh, uh, some some mental errors at times, which you expect with a younger group. Um, but there's been uh, you know, just too many plays where it's just one guy. Uh, maybe doing the doing the wrong thing or, or not executing their responsibility. So we'll clean that up, we'll be fine. Um, there's enough leadership on the offense to get those things cleaned up, and um, I'm confident we'll uh, get some of those things fixed. One element that's very noticeable when they don't use Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, it seems as though the offense generally does not go as well. And that happened in the opener. Remember, they got They got blasted in the opener by Minnesota, and all the talk was about how they were going to get the carries for Aaron and AJ. I was at Lambeau for their home opener for week two against the Bears. It was Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon first and second, and all the other options came after that. So then why do they go away from that as they fall into 500? When he touches the ball, good things happen. You know, he breaks tackles. He's probably our most elusive guy with the football in his hands. He had a beautiful 22-yard run that got called back on a holding that hurt us. That would have had us inside the 15 and first and 10. Um, But, yeah, he's a dynamic player. And it's not like we're not trying. We have a lot of plays in the plan for him. We call certain uh, passes just for him. We have runs designed to get him the football. A lot of things can, can dictate how much we get the ball and it's front, it's coverages, it's different things that we see. Um, again, we're not trying to not force feed him the ball. Just sometimes the way 
that the uh, that the game shakes out. He doesn't get as many touches as other games. Okay, but still, Aaron Rodgers should Aaron Rodgers Aaron Jones should be the top option. He should be the number one Aaron on the Packers' offensive scheme and offensive depth chart. But Rodgers explaining to Pat McAfee they are trying to get him more touches. It's just not always possible. And I suppose there is this idea, though you generally wouldn't think so with a quarterback as accomplished as Rodgers, that if teams know you want to run the ball, they're stacking the box like they would do against. Nick Chubb and the Browns, except that you don't generally do that against a quarterback as good as Rodgers. So he's got to be able to make his throws too. But alas, the Packers are three and three and not in first place in the NFC North. This is, you know, the point of the season. Uh, Once we get into November and December football, where teams start to separate themselves. I don't think it's necessarily happened yet. There's teams that have maybe jumped out a little bit, but there's a lot of football left. We have 11 games left. Now the bye week's coming to play. Um, and then for us, we have a Thursday night game coming up next month, which gives us two in one week and then and then nice little mini buy. Uh, so there's a lot of football left. Obviously, we got to play better. I think that's, uh, that's understood by everybody uh, in all three phases. Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show every week, and he sounds calm. Uh, he definitely is not sound worried. He said there'll be no panicking unless someone breaks ranks. That's what he said on Sunday. In other words, the team has to stay together. You know who else is 3-3? Three and three? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. And he was caught on video on Fox. It went viral. You could actually hear some of his words lighting up his offensive line as they're sitting on the sidelines after another failed and empty possession. He takes them to task. And at the time, I told you, one member of his offensive line was was nodding his head as Brady was screaming. That was center Robert Hainsey, and he is has no issues with Tom coming after him. Everyone can call it what they wanted, but I want nothing more. I want nothing else in the quarterback than that, than the guy who's who's willing to tell us what we need to do and step up. And he's just sit over there and not and not get us going and not try to help us. He wouldn't be who he is today. So I love that from him. And I know we all love that from him. It might look weird on TV, but that's football, and that's a, it's a team sport, and that's what you want from great teammates and great leaders, and he's the best there is. Center Robert Hainsey, and actually we talked about that with Kurt Warner. We asked him about yelling on the sidelines. It's a really interesting answer. Maybe we'll try to get to that next hour, but it's on our podcast after hours, amylawrence.com. Now, here's what happens when former athletes, pro athletes, even those who won at the highest level, turn into media members or turn into podcast hosts they all of a sudden join the dark side and they feel as though they need to come up with hot takes, quote unquote. After seeing Tom Brady freak out on his offensive line, Ben Roethlisberger went on his podcast and he actually said he thought Brady was checked out. I was watching the game and, and to me, this is just my opinion. And Tom is the greatest. I mean, mm. the Super Bowl rings show it and talk about it and whatever. It didn't look like he wanted to be out there. Mm. I mean, maybe it was the pressure that, and he was getting hit and the you know whatever was going on. And I remember I, I, at one point I looked down there. I was telling I don't know if I told Jason or Brian, but I'm like, like there's no way he's enjoying this. Mm. No way. Maybe I, you know. But I, and I so I was up there like just I was enjoying being up there watching the game, yeah. but um, it just didn't look fun to him. Well, duh. 
I, okay, duh. First of all, no one likes losing. For heaven's sakes, Ben, you were in the same situation. You didn't like losing either. Did you look like you were having a blast when you were your offense was sucking? No. But to say he looked like he didn't want to be out there, to me, that's just a hot take. That's just one of those phrases people throw out uh, when they're trying to make waves or when they can't come up with something else to say. Maybe he didn't mean that. There is no way that Tom Brady would be making the sacrifices that he's making right now if he didn't want to be out there. And his passion, screaming at his offensive line, throwing tablets around, that's still very evident, even as, even if he is more frustrated to start this season. But I do throw his tablets. Very well, actually. They do not recover from those chucks. Ben Roethlisberger on his own podcast, Footballin'. We are moving through now to more of the NFC South. Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach in Carolina. He did have Sam Darnold on the field on Wednesday for practice, but it's P.J. Walker who will go against, oh, Tampa Bay. We got a lot of information the last couple of days. Uh, Baker is still working. I know a lot of you guys were there pre-practice. You saw him work out. It's still a day-to-day process with him. Uh, Sam came back today, looked pretty good, took some reps on the scout team, uh, and PJ took all the uh, reps with the ones. He's going to be the starter this week. So we knew that Baker Mayfield would be out for a couple weeks because of the ankle sprain. Sam Darnold is at least practicing again, which is good news. Uh, P.J. Walker's going to get the start. I'm not sure it matters. Uh, I don't think that Steve Wilkes is in the running for this job unless they rattle off nothing but wins the rest of the way. Here they are, though, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if they can somehow generate turnovers, maybe points off turnovers, who knows what a win over Tampa in their division could do for their confidence and for their, their spirit, their mood. Their mood that's very moody around Washington and Carolina right now. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. The Atlanta Falcons are tied for first place in the South with the Buccaneers coming off a big win against the San Francisco 49ers. And right now, Kyle Pitts continuing to develop, even though he's got a second quarterback in two years. Marcus Mariota is giving him the football. I feel like he's been playing consistent ball. Uh, just everybody just feeding off his energy. And, you know, when you have a leader like that, that kind of makes everybody around him just play a little harder. Kyle on Sirius XM NFL Radio, I will say this. It's clear that Mariota and Arthur Smith had, had a pre-established relationship and worked very well together going back to their days in Tennessee. Now, Marcus is over 1,000 yards passing. They do miss Cordero Patterson. Um, but the way that they're able to, if when they take care of the football, the way that they're able to defend now is making a major difference too. So their passing yardage is, is among the worst in the NFL per game, but they're not asking uh, Marcus Mariota to pass the ball a ton. No, they're third in the NFL in rushing yards, better than 165 per game, which is what they want to do. They want to control the ball. Hey, guess what? Mike McCarthy says a big welcome back to Dak. Dak's been cleared medically to to be a full participant. Um, So, uh, you know, he did some work yesterday. Monday was more of a regeneration day for him. Uh, Did some throwing yesterday. Um, Today, the goal is to go through the, you know, we're having a mock game. And then he'll he'll do a, he'll have a workout after that with the perimeter players, and uh, we'll probably throw somewhere between 50, 40 and fifty balls. That was pre-practice on Wednesday, but Dak is back. And did you miss the Lions last week? They had a buy, one of the first buys in the NFL. It's the Cowboys hosting the Lions. Ooh, 
there could be a lot of points. There could be a lot of balls thrown in this game. Finally, in the NFC East, we know that Carson Wentz had finger surgery, so he is out for a bit, which means that Ron Rivera once again turning to Taylor Heineke. You bring a guy in in 2020 and and you throw him out there and and he has this this you know this this never die never quit has some success and and the guys rally you know the guys rally around you know anybody that's that's going to step up and and compete um and do the things that you 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 need them to do um and it's 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 kind of that underdog story i mean that's that's a little bit of that too as well so um you know it's kind of exciting and um you know we'll see how it goes Starting 15 games last year, I feel a lot more comfortable, a lot more confident in uh, what I need to do to win and what not to do to lose. Um, you know, obviously last year I threw 15 picks. That's unacceptable. Um, that's the easiest way to lose games is turn the ball over. So if I can keep the ball in our possession, uh, just move the chains. And, you know, obviously against Packers last year, we, we moved the ball. We got down to the red zone. We just couldn't punch it in. So uh, against these guys, you know, move the ball, get down the red zone and score this time. And I think... Uh, You know, I like our chances. Would we call Taylor Heineke a veteran quarterback now? He started 15 games last year. Remember Ryan Fitzpatrick was brought in to be their starter, their stopgap, because that's what Ryan did his entire career. And he barely played. He got injured in the opening weekend. And it was Taylor Heineke's job essentially the rest of the way. Now he's starting for Carson, who stayed in Los Angeles this week after his surgery on Monday night. Commanders don't know if they're going to put him on IR yet. That decision may not be made until Friday. And so until he's back, it's Taylor's job. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 